And good evening, one and all, to Race Time Radio. It's a little slow on the switch here tonight. Looking at the clock, forgot. Anyway, we are live. Uh, welcome aboard, everybody. I'm Joe Chisholm, along with Junior here in the studio tonight. You're back. What's going on there, June? Hey, I'm back, for sure. Uh, one wing, but... Uh, one wing. Yeah, <laughs> I got one operational arm, so uh, <laughs> um, we, uh, we're we we're good. <laughs> we're back in the studio. Be The one and only time I could beat you in an arm wrestle. I guarantee you right now you can beat me with my right arm. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. What a stellar lineup do we have for you here tonight. How about the 2016 NASCAR Penny Series champion? Of course, Kane Lapsovich has been burning it up down south, not only an accomplished uh, crew chief in the Arca Menard Series. Uh, he has been, uh, whenever the guy gets a spare minute, he has to get behind the wheel of a race car, and I'll tell you, he hasn't lost that magic touch. Guy goes to victory lane, this time in a modified, uh, and Kane Lapsovich is going to jump on here with us tonight. We'll also hear from Chase Pensano, driver of the 22 APC Pro Late Model. Uh, he started the season out. Two cars. He had a super stock. He had the pro late model. And, uh, wow, Chase Pensano really lit it up. We're going to find out tonight what his plan is going forward. At least we're going to try and find out. We'll see what's all going on with the uh, Pensano bunch. Uh, how about the Outlaw Sprint Midget Series champion? We heard from the winner at Peterborough Speedway, the final race of the year last year. It was one half of the Bradley family. Uh, we heard from Dave Bradley last week. This time, we're going right to the top. We got his brother. Mike is going to join us. He is the champion for the Outlaw Midges this year. And uh, looking forward to catching up with uh, Mike here on the program. We'll also hear from, how about the Hot Rod champion in Oscar. We got Tyler Hahn going to join us. His brother Daniel, of course, was on, what, last week, week before uh, as the champion in the Canaan Midgets. Well, it's Tyler's turn tonight. He championed in the Oscar Hot Rods. And then our final guest of the night, uh, we got Cole Butcher going to join us. Uh, Cole, uh, he has been burning it up down south, of course. He's been down there all season long. Uh, he is the points leader right now in that ASA series. Uh, did a real good job at Winchester. I kind of thought, now I was looking at the monitor, doing the radio show, and uh, looking at the monitor, kind of looked like he finished back a wee bit, of course, led a lot uh, at, at, at the Winchester 400, and uh, it looked like he was back there a little ways. He ended up finishing the race second. There was uh, some post-race activities happening, and Cole kept the uh, 28 car back in, out of harm's way, so to speak. So 
Anyway, uh, Cole Butcher is going to join us tonight on the show. So we got a stacked lineup there, Junior. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be. Uh, uh, Cole, uh, Cole has burned it up. He's made up over 80 points uh, uh, in that ASA All-Star Tour um, down there and, um, you know, in the in the past couple of races. And, and uh, um, man, he's just lit the lamp, you know. <laughs> it's funny. Um, I, I will say this about this, and we're going to have to – kind of corner him on this but when you read the entry blanks mm-hmm. nowadays mm-hmm. you know for all the big races winchester 400 the all-american 400 you know the snowball derby as the entries file in you get closer to the day and you look down through the entry list it no longer says cole butcher hometown uh nova scotia no it says cole butcher hometown mooresville north carolina and uh, we got to get that change. He's he's, he's got to keep that Nova Scotia in there for us. Oh, I know. Yeah, but I, he, he always flies the Canadian flag. <laughs> he always. always does. No, for sure. <laughs> it's just funny that uh, uh, lately uh, I, I noticed it for Winchester. It said beside his name, North Carolina. That might be where he's from, but that's not where he's. Or that that might be where he's at, but that's not where he's from. Well, and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> we will uh, we'll have to bust his chops a little bit about that. That's his hometown now. Hey, absolutely. I 100%. wonder. I wonder what our Next guest, I wonder what he's got listed as his hometown. Uh, we're going to find out right now. What do you say we get to that Zoom line and welcome in a guy that picks up checkered flags every time he seems to get behind the wheel of a race car? And it doesn't matter what the race car is, this guy can get the job done. Let's welcome in Caden Lapsovich. What's going on, Caden? It's been a little while since we talked to you. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing good, man. You've had quite a season. Uh, right, looking all the way back to the beginning. Uh, you've been crew chiefing, you've been uh, doing the big stuff, you've been uh, driving race cars, winning races. Uh, it's been quite a year for you, bud. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, definitely, definitely a little bit of change of pace than what I'm used to. Um, you know, we had a really, really busy season with the ARCA stuff, but um, as it's as it started to wind down, pretty much for the most part, I've uh, found myself back in the race car a little bit. So I've had a little bit of fun doing that here lately, and. Uh, just, just having a blast all the way around. Yeah, that's good. That's what you're supposed to do, right? The sport is uh, not only competitive in a way to make a living, but it's got to be fun at the same time. And uh, it looks like you're having a comfortable mixture of just about everything right now. Yeah, I, I can't really complain. You know, I, I get to get to work in, in what I love to do and, and make a pretty pretty decent living doing it. And then, you know, I get to play on, on our off weekends, too. So it, it's been a lot of fun. Crew chiefing for Billy Venturini, uh, Venturini Motorsports. What's that experience been like for you, Caden? Um, it's been it's been a big learning experience. Obviously, the, the ARCA cars and, and that whole scene was new to me. Um, so it's it's definitely been a big learning curve. But but I feel like as we've gotten into the into the later stages of the season, um, it's it's almost become secondhand. I, I feel really comfortable working on them and and making setup calls and stuff like that. You know, Billy. Billy has a really, really good group of guys be, between uh, Shannon, who's a 20 car, and then Kevin Reed Jr. and, and our engineers. Like, they're all really smart people. So it's I've, <clears throat> I've surrounded myself with the right group, I think, especially to, to put myself in a position to be able to go succeed in the sport. Yeah, and that's what you're doing, man. You're doing a great job with it. Uh, for all those Canadian short track uh, race teams and members, whether you're working on a car, driving a car, Tell me, uh, the stuff you learned up here in Canada, your roots, 
Uh, did it really apply when you got down there and started working on the higher-up teams? Uh, did any of that knowledge sort of transfer over and go, wow, I can show these guys a thing or two from what I used to do? Um, you know, a, a little bit. Everything in racing always always sort of translates to from one thing to the next. Um, there'll be there'll be stuff I learned in late model stuff that, that we'll be able to uh, do on the ARCA car, stuff like that. So every everybody we've I've worked with along the way has been has taught me something that that now I'm able to use in you know what I do today so every every time you do something you take a mental note of it you write it down put it in your computer it's you always make sure you have your notes so you know it, it's even weird little things you can be like oh yeah I've, I've done that before and you can go back and can go back and look at it it might even come from a street stock too so it's everything you learn along the way is is there's always a use for it. It's just if you want to use it or not. Caden, one thing that uh, that I noticed just being a Canadian and, and being in, in you know, North Carolina, in that area, uh, obviously working for Venturini Motorsports, everybody that works there is is a diehard racer, right? Like you guys you guys are 100% on kill all the time. You want to you wanna be in victory lane every time you hit the racetrack, and you've got a chance to be in victory lane every time you hit the racetrack. Uh, so everybody in that organization is definitely, you know, a racer, right? Uh, but when you look across the garage area, um, it, are you kind of are you kind of astounded at your work ethic compared to some of the stuff that you see across the across the garage area and and really across the the industry down there? It just seems like a Canadian in that in that you know space. Um, you just want it more. It seems. It, it seems like you can. You can just about. You can just about circle the Canadians that you see in 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 whatever garage area it might be, whether it be Cup or whether it be Xfinity or Truck. Um, it just seems like like we want it more, and it's probably because we we don't have as much of it, right? We don't have. We don't live racing one hundred percent of the year up here. We don't have the ability to do that. Uh, but do you notice that a little bit uh, down there, and and do you catch yourself kind of, uh, you know, putting in putting in more effort than than what you see your competitor base? Um, I don't know if I'd say I I find myself doing it. Um, I always I always go forth and and put in my best effort, whether you know whether I'm going street stock racing or you know I'm going to Daytona. So I always want to be a hundred percent wherever I go, whatever I do. Um, it's it's just been something that my dad has instilled in me. Um, he said, if you ain't going to do it, don't do it. Or if you're not going to do it right, don't do it at all. So anytime I go to the racetrack, I, I try and be perfect. I try and hit on all eight cylinders and, and always be there. And, um, you know, I know there's, there's probably not as, actually, I would say there's, there's probably more Canadians down here than, than people think. Um, it's, it's pretty. And if, and if you don't know who they are, you're probably not looking hard enough because I feel like there's there's quite a few around. It's just trying to figure out because guys come from all other disciplines. Um, you know, Mark Rett's a big one that stands out to me. I didn't really know him a whole lot um, before I got into the ARCA scene. And, and you know, just, just throughout the garage, you know, we always stop and chit-chat. You know, he's got late model stuff. We talk about that. And, um, you know, it, it's fun to to have some people in the garage that are – Better from home, I guess to say. Yeah, most definitely, and, and I don't necessarily just mean Canadians either. It's more 
the northeast or or the northern contingent, I guess. Really, when you when you look at it, uh, it's kind of the same way in Wisconsin. It's kind of the same way in in Maine or or you know in in Vermont. Um, you know, Michigan, um, you know, across the board on the northern side of the United States is very similar to, um, the, you know, what you see here in Canada where you, you only get a, a few months to get after it and, uh, and then you got to wait for it to come around. But, uh, um, Caden, uh, obviously, uh, you know, with, with everything that we're seeing, uh, you've, you've put, uh, you know, lots of effort into, uh, late models, you've, you've behind the wheel, um, you've put lots of effort into the, the Pinty series and you've got wicked results. Um, we're seeing you now in a modified and, and I, I don't know how many laps you have in a modified, but what's that like the transition going from a full body stock car to, to the modified side of things. And are you having as much fun with the, with the open wheels or are they more fun? Um, you know, any, Anytime I get to strap behind the wheel of a race car, it's, it's fun, right? You know, it's what I live for. But um, the modified modified scene is just it's a little bit different. I feel like um, there's there's so many there's so many different ways you can approach even just the setup on a car. You know, there's there's big springs, there's soft springs, there's bump stops, there's what they call platform. Like you can, the <clears throat> it seems like the world is almost endless in the setup range of it. And I've I've had to learn a lot of that. You know, I'm. I'm used to just uh, going around and, and messing with bump springs. Bump springs are, are what I know, right? So um, you get into trying these different types of conventional springs uh, at different ride heights, and it's 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 a lot of it's been a lot of learning on that side too. But um, you know, I I have more laps in a modified than I think people think. Um, there was there was a stint there, ooh, probably in 21 when I just moved down here that, that I was running a crate car with one of the guys I worked with. So I've quite a few laps in one. Um, so it's the transition into it was the biggest, the hardest thing I found. It's, you know, you take away front fenders and a bumper and you get rid of all the downforce on the nose. So it's your, that feel that I was always looking for in a late model was so hard to come by in a modified. Um, and it, and I never, never figured out how to achieve it. I still haven't, and I'm, it bugs me. But I feel like I can get there. So, um, you know, I've had had a lot of fun with the Orlando's and the, the prototype Fab Gang, and um, you know, now I'm I'm hooked up with the New Day Motorsports crew. Uh, they typically run Bowman Gray, so we're gonna gonna go do some smart tour racing uh here next weekend at orange county speedway and uh and see what we can see if we can go get it done orange county you're getting it when you when you get there i love and that right and Greg. oh man i'll tell you what <laughs> yeah we we uh i've won at orange county in 21 in a cray car so um uh, when when we kind of worked this whole deal out uh orange county was one of the ones that i wanted to do and we went we went and tested there thursday and it was me and brandon ward and, you know, Brandon went out first. I got up on top of the trailer and watched him go around there. And I was like, holy shit. Like, you were <laughs> you're hauling, hauling some ass around here. But, uh, you know, it's you, you see him on the track and it's like, dang, I don't I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. And I, you get in the car and it's second nature. You know, you're picking the gas up before the car's turned. You're driving it in until you see Jesus. Or it's, 
just all feels natural, right? Well, and it feels great having all that rubber on the racetrack, right? You got a lot of tire track. Uh, you probably would have loved to have that much tire underneath you with a lot of the different uh, different experiences that you've had. But uh, kind of cool to see that you are that diversified of a driver, Caden. They can go from a Pinty's car to a modified to a super late model. doesn't matter. Uh, you uh, acclimate yourself real quick when you get behind the wheel of a car, and that's the cool part. Yeah, I, I kind of I take a lot of pride in that. Um, you know, it's it's cool to be be diverse, I guess. You know, be able to get in anything and run well. And I feel like I've anything I've hopped in, I've been able to do that really well. Um, and it and it's like you said, it, it doesn't seem to matter what it is. But um, you know, I feel like feel like I adapt quick. And it's funny, like we were we were at the quarter major races yesterday, and I was sitting there thinking, like just it brought back a lot of memories right and my dad always told me quarter major racing is what made me such a good driver he feels like you know you go to you race four classes and in one day and you can go to a different racetrack every weekend so you always having to acclimate yourself to you know a faster car you go into a slower car you're going to a, a tighter track you know it was you always had to figure it out and you had to do it quick and, and i feel like that is it really helped me moving forward into the street stocks, the Pinty's cars, super modifieds, you know, whatever, whatever I get myself behind. Yeah. And that's the cool part, Caden. You've always been a good entertainer up this way. And we're still getting an opportunity to watch the fruits of your labors uh, down south. Does it look like 2024 is going to be more of what you're doing this year? Uh, or have you guys gone that far yet? Do you guys, uh, with uh, w- with what you do, do you plan out that far? Or are you sort of taking it till the end of the year and then revisit? Um, you know, with the ARCA stuff, you you kind of got to jump right back into it. Um, you know, with the with the Daytona test being the second week in January, um, I, I feel like you'd like I'd want to have everything figured out. You know, around this time, you know, just in just in case I got to go look for new people, stuff like that. So. Right now, it looks it looks a lot like this year. Um, hopefully, I'm able to get back behind the wheel a little bit more, and you know, maybe maybe if we go win the Smart Tour race next next <laughs> week, we can impress some people and you know, rifle up the funds to to do some more racing next year. You know, I I didn't really think I missed driving that much, and then you know, I ran the APC race at Delaware, and I was like, man, I shouldn't have done that because now all I want to do is go racing again. So. Um, you know, with, with the support of good people, you know, my buddy Zach has been a huge, huge part in this and making all these deals line up. And I think if, if there's one person that has like the utmost belief in me, it's, it's my buddy Zach. So he's hooked me up with a lot of good people, um, got me in good opportunities and, you know, it's, it's up to me now to just try and go and press and, and see if I can stay active behind the wheel. Well, I don't know how you could do it, Caden, but uh, <laughs> there was a way that you'd be able to uh, drive one of those Venturini cars at Daytona, crew chief, and do the whole thing. I'd love to see you jump out and kiss the Italian. That's the uh, Venturini tradition. You haven't done that part yet. That's about the only thing you haven't done down there. <laughs> no, and, you know, I'm watch. I I hate watching super speedway super speedway racing. Like I'll be the first one to say it. I I don't like it, and I don't. And I think it's part of you know you can put all this work into a race car, and then you're coming to the checkered flag, and bam, it's destroyed. Like I just I don't like that aspect of it, but uh, it's part of it. But I I really would like to get behind the wheel of 
you know, an Arca car at Daytona and get in the pack and, you know, be able to generate runs and just, just see. I feel like it would give me a, a better understanding of how it all works because I don't know a whole lot. And that's, and that's where being surrounded by all these good people has really, has really benefited me. See, now that's a perfect angle. Now you go into competition meeting on Monday with Billy and uh, uh, Tom and all those guys. You say, now look, I just come up with a good thing on race time. I would be better crew chief if you give me the opportunity to run one of these cars uh, at Daytona. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, I, I don't know if they'd go for it. I don't being think a, they would. But being, uh, being it's being it's a business, you know, I don't think they go for it. But but Billy has said he'd he'd put me in a car if he could. So he's yeah. he's kept up with it. He's you know and really impressed by Trayton, and, and you know hopefully we can we can somehow get him down here and get him in an ARCA car or a late model sometime soon. Ah, see all the ice you're breaking? Now, not only is your brother a talented young race car driver, <laughs> but look at the ice you've done. Uh, you win the championship, Trayton goes out wins championship. You win races, Trayton wins races. You know, like, uh, if you can get him into a car, that would be uh, kind of cool. Uh, it, w- when I look at the landscape, the Lapsevich family has uh, done a lot for not only yourselves, but you're doing a lot for everyone up here in breaking ice and, uh, you know, getting that uh, getting that foot forward. And you guys are doing a dynamite job, kiddo. Uh, love catching up with you here on Race Time, and I know everybody appreciates the time. Yeah, thank you, guys. It's uh, it's always a lot of fun coming on and talking to you all and just, just you know, telling everybody what's going on and, and how they can keep up with me. Well, we're going to keep it up, too. We'll be doing that. Love the shirt, by the way. Glenn would love it. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. You. Caden, thanks so much for the time. You have a good one. Stay safe. Keep winning. And we'll get you back on race time. Sound like a plan? It sounds like a plan. Thank you, guys. Say hi to Billy and all the guys down for us, will you? I will. <laughs> good deal. That's Caden Laps of it. Oh, hometown. What are you listening to does? Uh, it depends on who fills out the entry blank. If I fill out the entry blank, I'm from Grimsby, Ontario. I think they filled out the entry blank next week, and as I'm from Mooresville, North Carolina. So There you go. Well, that's okay. We know where you're from. Caden Lapsovich yeah, exactly. from Grimsby, Ontario, unless he's behind the wheel. Uh, he'll put whatever. He wants to go and win the race, and he did last weekend. Look for him again in victory lane, especially Bowman Gray Stadium, Jr. That'd be a hoot. No, he's not running Bowman Gray. He's That's where that That's where that. Uh, that's where that car runs normally. Right, he's right. running in Orange County. Orange County, well, Orange even County. that, right? Yeah, Orange County's a that's that's a badass racetrack. Oh, I love yeah. that place. Tough. That's t- uh, you know, I I spent a little bit of time at Orange County with the super late models, and and uh, the first time I ever seen them out there, it was uh, it was quite an eye opener. <laughs> it's uh, uh, you know, it's faster than New Smyrna. It's got to be right, um, right. You know, just uh, that's kind of the fastest short track that I'd ever been at you know aside from bristol bristol is is ridiculously quick but uh orange county it just looks like they're going so fast and oh, yeah. uh, uh just the sight lines and just the way that everything lays out is uh it's such a cool place and and uh, uh for real for how old it is you mm. know you go to hickory and hickory is like bumps and jumps you know it's <laughs> it is so bumpy character filled um, but for how old orange county is it's not it's not as bad as as some of the older tracks that are out there. It's just you know the 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 grip level is there, and it's just a cool racetrack all in all. It's uh, uh, just 
neat. Well, I, I can't wait to see how Caden does there. I think it's a racetrack that Caden's going to do really well at. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, uh, obviously the equipment that he's in is really good. He doesn't strap into junk. So, no. um, yeah, no, it should be really interesting. I, you know, hats off to everything that he's been able to do. You know, it's tough for Hard somebody. Hard work, man. Hard work. It's Pays tough off. for somebody that, that – steps away from being a full-time driver you mm -hmm. know yeah um and and he's making a full-time living now though. exactly when you look Big at difference. when you look at the successful crew chiefs that are that are you know ultra performing at a at a crazy high level in the cup series um you know just to list a few rodney childers spent a tremendous amount of time running late models late model stocks super late models all across the the southeast um, you know, even into the Bush series and, you know, stepped aside and is now, you know, arguably one of the smartest crew chiefs of our era, mm -hmm. right? You know, Cole Pern, Cole same Pern deal. was Cole another Pern really was good guy. one. He, he turned millions of laps up here in Ontario and, and champion and, and Cascar and, uh, everything else. And, um, but the, the list like that goes on and on down there and, and, uh, Caden's a perfect candidate to continue that, that stretch. And uh, he's with a team that obviously he's able to make a name for himself um, with Venturini and those guys. And, uh, yeah, just hats off to everything that Caden's been able to do. And, and uh, uh, looking forward to seeing what, uh, what we can see further uh, come down the pipe. Yeah, stay tuned. We'll keep up with Caden as we will everybody else that we try and catch up with here on Race Time Radio. We're going to hit a quick break when we come back. How about Chase Pensino? We're going to find out... Uh, how the APC banquet went last night, if he went to that. And we're going to find out what his plan is for 2024. Can't believe I even said that. 2024. 2023 is gone just like that. It's just amazing. Quick break. We will be back. Oh, how about this? Carson Hosevar, autographed hero cards. I got a couple of them here. We're going to give them away tonight. Uh, you want to you, you win one? You good guy, good guy. I'll tell you how on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Hey, it's Ken Cunning from the Carquest Roadstock Tour in the Maritime, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track. Making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick, quick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music. Influences. Collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. Breakdown's all right. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's all right. 
and in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to be the mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, gal! Woo! Shake and bake! And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And, of course, hello to absolutely everyone coast to coast. Every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Rev TV Canada. Are you enjoying the free look-in, by the way? It lasts until the end of the month. If you haven't seen Rev TV Canada yet, it's available on your channel lineup. It, it, it's there. Go check it out. Uh, watch Rev TV Canada. And, uh, of course, at the end of the month, it'll be time to uh, jump on board this crazy train. We love this channel here in Canada. And, uh, you're a motorsports fan? Obviously you are. You're tuned into race time. You're going to be a big fan of Rev TV Canada. And uh, uh, Mike and Eddie and all the staff there are doing a fabulous job in getting us what we all want. And that's more motorsports. We need it here in Canada. And Rev TV is providing it. So uh, also hello to everybody at the Performance Motorsport Network.com. Uh, hitting race time radio two, three, four times a week on uh, their outlet and re-airing this particular program uh, each and every week. Thanks to Steele and the guys down there as well. But I digress. How about this? Carson Hosevar, tell me this kid hasn't been lighting a lamp, right? Uh, he won yesterday at uh, Homestead Miami Speedway. Of course, is in the final four. And uh, Carson, great kid. Got a chance to meet him this year and uh, sit down with him, interview him. We've seen him here on Race Time. Here is how you can potentially win one of these autograph cards. I got uh, I got a few of them here. Uh, so uh, what you're going to do is follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook and send me a message uh, and tell me what race Carson Hosevar did in July of this past summer, this summer. Uh, tell us what race he was in here in Canada, and uh, we'll enter you in for a chance to win Carson Hosevar autographed uh, hero card. And trust me when I say, you know this guy's going to the top, right? Uh, he's going to be in Cup next year. Uh, he is an incredibly talented young driver, and uh uh, he's the real deal. I can tell you for sure. Sat down with him. Uh, he's a, he is the real deal. And uh, I got some of these hero cards all autographed up, and we're going to give them away. So that's how you get your chance to win. Follow us on Facebook. Message me, and uh, we'll put you into the draw. And uh, we'll, we'll keep the draw going 
until after Tuesday, because, of course, we air Tuesday on Rev TV. And uh, on Wednesday, we'll uh, make sure that we announce who the winners are and where they're from. Uh, so don't matter where you're from, across Canada, down in the U.S., uh, enter as many times as you want, but let us know. Uh, follow us on Facebook. But what do you say we get to our next guest? Uh, always look forward to having Chase Pensano on the show. Uh, young driver, man, oh, man, he uh, lit her up this year and really did a fantastic job. And we're going to find out what's going on for 2024 with this young star. And let's welcome him in, Chase Pensano, up on Zoom. What's going on? How you doing, buddy? Uh, yourself doing fantastic man uh what a season let's start right there what a season for you uh you had two cars at the beginning of the year super stock the pro late model you were jumping back and forth and having success in both of them and then about halfway through the summer you said okay hold on a second here went full blast pro late model and man what a what a season for you you uh you did her upright man yeah, absolutely. Season went really well. Um, started with both cars. Really, we just kind of ran in that midpoint of the season. I was just struggling with such a quick switch. Um, we were finding nights that we would just go to the track with one of the two cars where it wasn't a double header. We'd run well. So we decided to focus on the pro late model and it all paid off. Picked up a win at Delaware. Um, couldn't really get up and get a win at APC. Had some issues, technical issues, and just found ourselves in some rough spots. But um Talk about being in the deep end of the pool when you uh, jump in with those APC guys as a new driver. Uh, I got to tell you, Chase, you held your own, and man, you come so close to uh, getting a victory. It wouldn't take many more starts, I bet. You'll be in victory lane. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, Lots of learning from those guys, and I did pick up a lot this year. Yeah, pretty amazing. The list is deep of guys who have run APC a lot and have not come all the way oh, with yeah. the victory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, just by jumping in and being on the left-hand side of the chart every single time uh, in practice and qualifying is is a statement in its own. Obviously, having speed and racing is is two completely separate things, but but it seems like you got a few of the results as well. You you were in the top five, uh, you know, for, for a handful of those races towards the end of the year, and, uh, you know, it seemed like every time you were within the redraw and qualifying, and, and uh, you know, it kind of puts yourself in, in the situation to have a good outing, and, and uh, uh, you know, you were, you were right there fighting for it. Um, so it was definitely, uh, you know, for a, a rookie season, if you will, in APC or, or a rookie half a season, um, uh, it was, was a, a heck of a season for you. And uh, the neat part is you put on a tremendous amount of laps. You know, seat time is number number one for a young guy. And, uh, Chase, you guys definitely uh, uh, checked that box off this year. Uh, there was times where you were uh, jumping from the super stock. And then, you know, I, I think back to the one night, I think you ran, what was it, 75 laps in the super stock and 100 laps in the late model, <laughs> um, plus practice and qualifying all in the same night. Uh, and it was only the two divisions at the racetrack, so um, you didn't stop that night. <laughs> it was pretty impressive to see, but uh, uh, that seat time means a lot. And, and obviously, you know, with the um, it se- se- seems like there's some exciting news coming out of the pipeline uh, for you moving forward. And, and sounds like seat time is is kind of centered around that one as well. Uh, yeah, um, I'm good to talk about that now. Sure, yeah, absolutely. You absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's hear all about it. What's what's 24 got for uh, uh, for Chase Pinsano? So 24 has got, we're going to go stateside. Um, 
prolates in the States. Um, but just to give a little bit of context, towards the end of the year, we were looking at the States. It was kind of always a goal for us. So we were kind of looking around, exploring our options. And one of the guys that my dad's been friends with a long time, his name's Kevin, um, had connection to Van Dorn and that group of people. We went testing with them and I believe it was late August or early June. I'm not sure exactly when it was. I'm pretty sure late August. Um, did two test days in a row. So we went to Berlin and Owasso, um, back to back and it worked out really good. We worked with a couple different people. Um, one of the guys, Butch, um, and Zach, who will be my crew chief for next year has been crew chief for Carson for a really long time. And everything kind of just worked its way into what it is now progressed its way into what it is now, which is uh CHR Carson host of our racing driver development. And I'll be kind of spearheading that program with him. So I'll be working with him a little, testing a lot, and racing down south next year. How cool is that? Uh, you couldn't get hooked up with a better team, a better environment. As a uh, as a rising talent in this sport, uh, it, it's it's got to be pretty exciting for you. And how exciting is it to have now? Uh, you know, we're only October, and you've got plans for 2024. That's uh, that, that's got to be a dream of most competitors. Uh, there's a lot that, you know, don't even know what's going to happen in November, let alone what's going to happen next year. That's kind of cool for you to be uh, that forward thinking and to uh, have stuff cemented for 2024. How are you going to prepare for it? What are you going to do? Well, the biggest thing is changing my diet. I tend to be a snacker, so I'm going to really cut down on that and really just kind of organizing everything to free up more time, create more valid workout plans, just kind of be more prepared in that sense, smooth some stuff out. But I'm super, super excited. Um, not many people my age in Canada especially can really make that switch and have the opportunity that I, ha that I have. Super excited to work with all the guys. They've been super great so far, and I'm really excited to see where it ends up in 2024. You know, one thing you got to remember, Chase, and please do this. Remember, you have the talent to go do what you're about to go do. Don't ever lack the self-confidence uh, thinking, oh, no, no, I'm in the wrong place, or, you know, this is too much. Don't ever do that because uh, I, I'm telling you from an old guy that has watched this sport a long time and seen a lot of guys come through the pipe, I'm telling you right now, you have the potential to not only touch all the bases that you're going to want to touch in 2024, I can see you down the road a lot further than that. You are going to be in this sport a long time. Uh, from a talent perspective, uh, I can usually spot it out pretty good. And one of the first things I noticed about you uh, after watching it for three or four shows, I went, wow, this kid's really got it. And uh, it's refreshing to see. Uh, you can see that uh, you, you've worked on it. It's not something that, you know, just sort of falls out of the sky. It's got to be something that you've worked on. And I can tell you from standing where I stand, I can see the amount of work that you're putting into it and good on you for doing it. Uh, you're going to need to. Uh, but it's uh, kind of refreshing to see that you've got a good plan and you're heading forward. Uh, it, it's all truly good news. And the uh, the nutritional end of it. Uh, I was always shocked. Years ago, I did a show on CSRA and ISOC snowcross racing. Hey, those guys are real athletes, man. 
I'm telling you, they can get hurt at the drop of a hat on one of those stupid sleds. And uh, all of them are right into the fitness and cardio end of it. And uh, you can see our sport getting more into that. Uh, I know it always has been, but it's even becoming more prevalent. Um, and it's good to hear that you uh, have got all those different things that you're going to be working on uh, to make yourself successful down there. That's kind of cool, man. Yeah, I was super surprised at that too, actually. Um, I started kind of late last season, was just starting to eat healthy just before race days even. And I noticed into the longer runs, you get a lot more focus out of it. And it was a lot easier to kind of direct yourself, keep your head in the game. So it's definitely going to be helpful, especially going down there. You don't really see any 35 lap races. You see a lot of 100 lap races, some even pushing 200. So it's going to be super important to keep myself in it the whole time. Yeah, and the heat, right, Junior? You've been down south there. You got uh, we're, we're Canadian. We think a 75, 80 degree day is uh, is hot, right? You get <laughs> yeah. down to the U.S. I can't imagine being in a pressure cooker, uh, pressure cooker car, and uh, putting up with some of the heat that uh, Chase is going to be subject to. Oh yeah, next definitely. Year. You get you get down into the deep south, and and uh, <laughs> you know in the middle of August or or you know late late July, and you're you're running yourself into a hundred hundred five hundred ten degree days. Um, and yeah, that's definitely. outside the car. That's as a fat guy who is a proud snacker. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I, you do not uh, you don't stand up very well without uh, without that uh, that you know, that little bit of workout, but, uh, uh Chase, uh, can we talk about schedule a little bit? Obviously, uh, the cool part is, is your, your family and, and yourself, you're, you're from Bell River. Um, so which, uh, for, for all the listeners out there kind of down towards Windsor, um, and, uh, you know, Van Dorn and, and, and hosts of our racing and, and that group are right on the other side of the border, uh, in Michigan. Will we see you, kind of focus on the the michigan you know the the i guess northeast tracks if you will uh like michigan and and uh ohio and indiana uh, or, or are we you know gonna see you you know kind of across the eastern seaboard uh down into some of the cars tour races and and that sort of thing or or what what's the schedule kind of look like i imagine that you're still waiting on a bunch of tracks to come out with their schedules <laughs> um but uh but what what is the kind of plan the layout of of how many races you're gonna do and that sort of thing yeah um so we're looking at about a 25 race schedule um not really set to any specific series more hitting all the big races it is going to be focused around that michigan area trying to keep it close to the headquarters but we are going to be dabbling a little bit around with the alan turner series races I believe we're hitting north wilkesboro um and our first race will be like we'll start earlier in the year like january and march um january our first race of the year is scheduled for the 19th 20th weekend i believe it's in georgia at crisp motorsports park i think makes speed sense fest. speed fest yep um, mm-hmm. and that will be our opener to kind of kick off this whole program and then it'll just be like i said around 25 races a lot of michigan like we're gonna hit berlin owasso um some north wilkesboro think birch run mostly tracks kind of in and around this area well with a host of our name on your fire suit and and a sticker on the car 
That means you got to be good at Berlin. That's I mean, <laughs> you, you, you just can't not be good at Berlin. That's the that's a place where uh, where Carson really made a name for himself. So I imagine you got some you got some pretty big shoes to fill. At least you got a good guy to lean on there. Yeah, at, I was just going to say the support network that he's going to have is going to be second to none. That's, but, that's really cool. But when you're rolling through the back gate, everybody's going to be uh, you know you're going to have a target on you, my friend. It's, yeah. that's, that's a good thing. It's uh, uh, that place is a hard place to get around, but uh, looks like a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah, so I did some testing there at Berlin, and it was a blast. Like, So the first, I'd say, 20 or 30 laps, you can get lost real easy at that place. There's a lot of little things that you kind of got to identify, and just being smooth, not getting loose, you can mess up a lot of stuff there. It's a tough place to drive. There's a lot of marks you got to hit, and you can't make any mistakes. But I learned a ton just in the testing I did. Had an absolute blast. Um, worked with those guys, made tons of setup changes, huge swings at the car. And it was a ton of fun working with those guys and going to track like that. Now, as a young guy, young driver, and you've got your plans coming forward, how about school? What's the plan there? How are you going to be able to balance life, school, and put all of that together? Uh, obviously, you've thought about that. Yeah, um, it's definitely difficult. It's going to be a lot more travel involved, especially starting in the later um like towards the end of the school year next year, 2024, the start of the racing season. Um, June will be a really tough month trying to fit in exams and get study time with all that. But it's just kind of something I'm going to have to work through. There's going to be some nights I don't get very much sleep, but I'm in grade 12 now. So be done high school at the end of this year and still going to apply to different things. Um, but I'm thinking for now, depending on how the whole program goes, it'll be something we kind of just have to take step by step, depending on how this all develops. Well, and that's why they make airplanes, right? You can make it from point A to point B and uh, in, in no time at all. That's going to be kind of cool. Uh, I guess simulator is uh, going to be playing a big part or do you go on simulators uh, to sort of stay sharp? Yeah, I'd say I'm definitely going to be hanging out on iRacing a little bit more, just keeping my feet in it. I, you know, it's, you don't want to lose that edge. Like coming off of the season over the off season, it is really easy to lose it, and it does take a couple races to get back. So keeping that sim time will help just kind of reduce the pressure I'm going to have coming back, keep the race craft in it, and just you know keep my head in the game a little. So I'm definitely going to be on the sim a little bit. Um, it's difficult. Just I would love to have Berlin on a sim, but can't really find it. Um, but I'm definitely going to dabble around a little bit on that just to keep my head in the game. Well, I can tell you Butch and Johnny Van Dorn are going to be some happy to have you behind the wheel. Uh, you guys, uh, with what I've seen the Van Dorn crew do, uh, with all the different drivers they work with, um, it's uh, you're going to be a welcome member to the team. I can just about guarantee it. The 22 car that you drove this year in APC, what happens to that race car? Is it up for sale? Is it gone? What do you do with it? Yeah, our car is up for sale right now. It is posted for sale. So we don't really have an idea of what we're doing with it. If we can get rid of it, it would be great. If we still keep it, not really sure what happens next year with it. But it is up for sale. Um, that's what's going to happen with that car. And we're going to be building a new car with Van Dorn to go into next year and work with our team. Yeah, you got to love it. Uh, social media-wise and update-wise, fans across Canada know the name Chase Pensano. They've been following you this year. 
how are they going to stay up with you and how can they maybe encourage you to, uh, uh, to, 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 to come over their way and race out that way or whatever? How do they stay up with you, bud? Well, I got my personal social media. Um, I'm on Instagram at Chase Pinsno. And then there's also like our Facebook pages, Instagram pages, all are under CP Motorsports 22. Um, I'm sure all that's going to be changing going into next year. It might be easier to follow a new page. Not quite sure yet. We haven't really organized it yet, but I'm sure it'll be under CHR, um, Carson Host of Our Racing. So that'll probably be how you can follow it. Um, we're not fully sure yet, but my personal social media will be keeping updated too. You know, and the other way, of course, is Race Time Radio. You'll always be able to count on good old RTR because this, uh, this kid's going to be around the sport a while, and uh, I can see that he's going to be a frequent guest on Race Time Radio. Sponsorship-wise, have you got any plans there? Is there any marketing partners that have sort of went, hey, i got to get on this train now. I want to get on now and nice and early. Uh, we haven't really done too much with that yet. Um, nothing's really concrete with sponsors. Um, we don't really have an idea of what we're doing next year, but we are kind of thinking about who we're looking to ask and setting more up for sponsorship. But as of now, we do not have anything to say for sponsorship. Nothing's coming back for sure. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Everything's all fresh and brand new. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I can just tell you there's going to be companies up here in Canada that uh, definitely want to be part of uh, what you're going to be doing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Chase, uh, you know, going back to the social media portion there, uh, your last name is the, like the hardest last name to spell in auto racing. You know, it just seems like every time, every time I've ever went to type in your name, I add ends where they shouldn't be. They're <laughs> just, you know, it, it, you got a long last name, but what, what your social side should be, you got to come up with a nickname. There's got to be a nickname in there somewhere. But uh, I've never heard of a nickname. You know, usually some of the announcers, guys like Jamie Maudsley or them guys, they throw they throw a a, a moniker in there yeah. of some kind. Uh, but I don't think Chase has got one yet. Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you definitely need one. Yeah, it would be nice. That last name is an absolute monster. That <laughs> single N up front and the double N and towards the end, everyone mixes it up. Super easy to get wrong. So a nickname would be good. Um, I'm up to whatever i guess chase smith chase smith yeah 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 chase yeah. smith yeah yeah <laughs> incredible well i'll tell you what it was dynamite watching you this year and uh i know we look forward to the future and what all comes together i know as things develop uh and uh it, the path sort of gets clearer uh we want to get you back on race time radio and uh it maybe there's plans for you know speed weeks or something uh you know that that may develop in between now and then and uh, when something breaks loose, Chase, you got to make sure you keep us up to date. Yeah, absolutely. There'll be constant updates. So all we really know for now is I'll be working with Carson for Carson Host of Our Racing Development, driving the 14, and just working with that car, that group of people. And I'm excited for the opportunity. Look at this young driver here, Carson. You know, really breaking uh, breaking out this year. Uh, he's been doing a lot of uh, good things for a lot of good years, but uh, really his big breaks are all coming through uh, right now. All that hard work pays off. And uh, if there's anything that I've learned about you in the short time is uh, you don't mind putting in the effort uh, to have that big goal and uh, the long-term planning. Good on you, Chase Pensano. Good on you. Good on the family. Uh, good luck with it. And I know we'll be with you all the way through there, kiddo. 
Yeah, thanks. Absolutely, guys. You bet. Thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. That is Chase Pensano. Watch. Watch. You'll hear the name. Uh, and uh, trust me when I say you're going to get your money's worth when that guy shows up at the back gate of your race track down south. Uh, he's the real deal. Uh, he's going to turn heads. And I uh, wouldn't doubt he'll do that uh, within short order, Junior. He's one of those guys. Hey, when Brad Kozlowski showed up for the IWK 250, I remember he brought one of his development drivers, which was Austin Terrio. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Oh, yeah. They showed up for the IWK 250. So I know we're talking about all these on or all these uh, United States dates. Right. But uh, somebody needs to tell Carson. You know, he's more than invited back to the IWK. I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine. Like, oh, I, I mean, uh, I know imagine, he, yeah. he, he would be uh, welcomed back with open arms. But uh, uh, now he can bring Chase Pensano. You know, kinda, can you imagine? It's, it's, it's a twofer. But uh, that's uh, that's too funny. It's uh, uh, you know, looking at that program though. You know, Chase and and Carson and the way that they fit together. Um, you know, when you look at a, a guy who can make it in late model racing mm -hmm. all the way through to the truck series, all the way through to now cup, um, the pathway is kind of laid out, you know, and, and the uh, being associated with that name um, for a guy like Chase is huge, you know, is is absolutely massive. And, um, you know, just the, the, the PR value alone, you know, of being associated with that name uh, as you're growing and as your career develops. I know that uh, a guy like Carson, though, is going to be hands-on with that program. Sure he you know, is. It's, sure not, he it's is. not just going to be a name. No, it's, no, no. If Chase has got a question of, hey, you know, what did you do here on the exit of turn 18 at Berlin? Uh, did you hear what I did there? Because <laughs> yeah, there's, like, there's like 140 corners there. Um, it's an oval, but there's 140 corners. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, it is one corner all the way <laughs> it's around. Craziness. But uh, uh, you know, what did you do? You know, here or, or you know those types of questions. Man, what a guy to have in your corner. Mm. You know, and, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, it's not somebody who raced late models 30 years ago. It's a guy who literally just ran late models, you know, uh, earlier on this year. So um, it, it's uh, it's a great fit. I'm really excited for the kid. I think that Chase is going to do some really big things. Um, and uh, I think that uh, you couldn't ask for a better opportunity for a young guy like that. I like the vision. That's what I like. I the do, too. The forethought, the vision, and, uh, you know, setting of goals. Set the goal, go after the target, and collect it. And it's not just, okay, let's wait for the day to get in and, yeah, I'm going to drive. It isn't that with Chase Benson, though. No. It's, I'm going to prepare. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to sleep right. Uh, yeah, i got to think of school. Yeah, i got to do this. Yep. But he's preparing for what he's going to do. And trust me, that kind of stuff there is what Carson Hosevar would have been looking for when looking at a development driver. Yeah. You don't want to put... Uh, you know, just anybody in the car, which he wouldn't do. Yep. Uh, it would be a calculated. Uh, it would be a calculated move. They made the right move. I can guarantee it. Uh, they've made the right move. The kid's got a big future in the sport, and uh, we're going to be talking about Chase Pensano for a long time. And there's no other way to look at it. It's you know, when you look at at any time you see the word development driver, it's it's an investment from somewhere, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, an yeah. investment from a sponsor from from you know, parents, from the driver, from the whoever. There's, there's always an investment somewhere in that connected. But how often do you hear, um, you know, this person is going to go down and, and run this race for this team as a development driver? Well, 
that's all fine and dandy, but it's not a program. Right. You know? Right, right. When you run a whole season uh, of and, – and it might not be a whole season in one division. Right. It, it's, it's, but when you run a collective of 15, 20, 25 races, um, with that plan going into it, you develop a team. You develop that framework. You develop it's, – it's actually a development program. It's not just a rental ride. Well, look at you know? Cole Butcher right now. Exactly. Look at Cole Butcher and what yep. he is achieving. Yep. Uh, Cole Butcher, a very, very accomplished race car driver on Canada's East Coast. Yes. Uh, won championships, won lots of races. Uh, very, very uh, accomplished. Yes. And to see him with the opportunity that he's uh, got right now and has for the last few years – uh, it was so funny. He went to run the Snowball Derby. I think it was the Der- – I shouldn't say. Maybe it was Nashville. Um, but he went to run one of those races and uh, seen his practice times. And uh, there was the one media guy that's down there, and I can't remember his name now. It just right off the top of my head. But I did put a text out, and I said, hey, Cole Butcher is there this weekend. He is going to turn heads. Uh, I know you have the best of the best, but Cole Butcher's there, and I'm telling you, he's going to turn heads. And the guy uh, texted me back and said, who? I said, don't worry. You will know the name by the end of the weekend. And sure enough, Cole went out there, and I think he practiced top of the board and ended up with the pole. Got a text back. I know Cole Butcher now. (laughs) But that's the kind of thing that, uh, you know, look at what he has done. Chase Penson is going to be the same kind of thing, uh, only with, uh, you know, a, a different car, a different team. Carson Hosevar. It's going to be cool. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, the, the opportunity that Cole has had this year uh, is is absolutely incredible. Just being there and being part of the, the entire organization and, and the operation and, you know, you, you by being a part of a team like that, you get opportunities that you're not flipping the bill for, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like if there's a a, a car that's going to be in the points, or or it doesn't have a driver, you know, for this race, hey, you're a reliable driver. You're you get in, right? Mm-hmm. And and now you're you're in a race that not only are you racing, but you're getting paid to do it. Yeah, and, and you got sponsorship on the car. <laughs> exactly. that, that That is national branding. Yep. And so that's what I've noticed with Cole this year. Yep. Uh, it, it's uh, Yeah, he's got Atlantic Tilt Load on there. That's how he got started. Yep. And Atlantic Tilt Load will always be on his race car. Yep. Uh, but it is kind of cool to see how the wings are spreading out and uh, the success that he has. It's not a surprise to me oh, God, that no. he's having success. No. Uh, watching him for I don't know, eight years Southern Canada's East Coast. He's got talent. Like, he's got tons of it. And uh, anybody would be uh, uh, in good shape. If you can get Cole Butcher in your car, look up. Uh, You're in good shape. Absolutely. We are going to throw the channel right back to Sirius XM, get you up to date on some news and some highlights that you may have missed in hour number one. Let me tell you, in hour number two, we've got a stacked lineup coming at you. It's going to start with the... Outlaw Midget Champion. We got uh, Mike Bradley coming up. We got Tyler Hong coming up. And we got Cole Butcher coming up on the other side uh, in hour number two. So don't you go anywhere. Junior and I are going to be back in just a couple of shakes. This only takes 90 seconds. And we'll get Mike Bradley on the other side. Uh, Stay with us. We will be back all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. 
It's Race Time Radio. 90 seconds. We will be back with you. All live. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio with the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167 where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks as well on Rev TV Canada. Uh, right here. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we got a stacked lineup now at number two for you. Then we're going to kick it all off with a champion. He got the championship at Peterborough Speedway. Uh, his brother got the win in the feature. Uh, but Mike, Mike uh, Bradley, he decided, now nah, you can have the feature win. I want the title. And he got it. Let's welcome him in. What's going on tonight there, Michael? How are you? Not a whole lot. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Good, 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 good. Quite a season for you, bud. You went out there uh, with the goal. Was the was the vision at the beginning of the year, Mike, to get the championship in the outlaw uh, sprint cars? Or what What was the vision at the beginning of the year? Just wanted to win races and see where what happened or what? Yeah, just winning races. Um, never been much of a championship uh, uh, guy. Um have run in a couple of them but uh we just went out this year uh more to have fun um i've got a little daughter that's pretty important uh, that she has fun so i don't have to drag her out so that was priority um and we just got off to a really good start the first uh the first couple of races and then you know halfway through we went through a little bit of a slump but figured hey man this is this is working out let's uh let's keep on keeping on and um and it just happened to work out we we finished uh reasonably strong the last uh the last couple of the the last four or so and uh had a, had a blast doing it it was a it was a really good year yep did you do at any point uh at big picture racing and say hey we are kind of close here on points maybe i want to be that champion and uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let that guy in here, or not let him in, but I'm not gonna push the issue. Um, not really so much. I think our class is, uh, you know, we're open wheel, so we do give each other some fair respect. You can't uh, you can't predict the accidents, and if it's if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Um, but uh, no, that's not the way that's not the way I operate. Um, you know, I think that we all race pretty intelligently and uh and fair with each other so if if i was if i was in it 
to I was I was gonna I was I was gonna try and win it. So um, yeah, there was there was no there was no backing off. No, no, and good for you. Good, uh, and that's what I kind of expected. But you never know, right? When guys uh, get an opportunity to championship, uh, sometimes a big pitcher comes into play, and uh, you know you try and keep it out of harm's way. Uh, but I know. <laughs> The Bradley family, everybody wants yeah. to win. Uh, you had a busy year, you and the family. Uh, of course, Dave, your brother, you prepared both those race cars. Uh, you you got his, you got yours. Uh, what was it like trying to keep up with two race cars and trying to get everything uh, so that, you know, you guys could go out with an opportunity to win? Yeah, there's there's no way uh, I'm going to take full credit for that because it's just not a, not a true statement. Um, my dad spends countless hours tweaking and uh and going through the cars during the week uh he's retired so he has that luxury and then uh he'll uh he'll often take things apart and and uh wait to to put them back together but it's uh it's it's a very family um uh it's a dynamic right we are we are all in it and the only reason dave isn't because he lives just a little bit further um and he's got you know three four other jobs going going on uh you know a couple of kids so we're all is we're all busy we just try and you know work it out sometimes you know what sometimes the cars get a lot of privacy and they don't get touched and um you know you just hope that they're as competitive (laughs) you know next time out but uh yeah mom mom's always there too so um you know honestly i gotta give mom credit (laughs) because she's a She's out uh, Friday night, setting both cars up with me on the ground, rolling around, and she'll 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 be the one to tell you the corner weights on the car. Honest to God, how cool is that? Really, when the really whole family cool. gets involved, and I bet you, if you ask your dad, Mike, um, uh, ask him, uh, like, how would he have time uh, to find time to go to work now? Uh, just he's probably busier in retirement than he ever was when he was actually working. I know that's the way it was with my dad back when I owned the Speedway. God, I couldn't yeah. have done it without him. So I can relate to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I'll, I'll always have jobs lined up for him or running around to do parts here, parts there. Um, Dad's active in the club too. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot of behind-the-scenes things that have to happen to keep the, the big wheel rolling and, uh, you, you know, being one of the – one of the retirees, he gets, you know, the, the Joe jobs a lot. So, um, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we do put a lot of time in the shop. I, I think, uh, you know, you, you do the maintenance out there and that's what really does win races. And I'm a firm believer on that. Uh, my background's, uh, refrigeration mechanics. So, you know, that's tried, tried testing and true. That's, that's what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Races in the workshop. Yes, absolutely. You got to put the time in, or you're not going to be winning. And uh, you lift and you lose in those outlaw midget cars. Uh, there's some to yes. watch. I can guarantee it. Yep. Yeah, they're uh, they are a lot of fun. I think this was uh, year ten for us, Bradley brothers. We started. Uh, you know, credit to Mike Westwood um, building this rocket that that Dave and I both drive a, a Westwood Striker chassis and. Um, we bought it right out, right out from him after he won colors with that, with my 53 car. And, uh, the, the initial stint was Dave would run a couple and I would run a couple in the same car. And that got just too, too complicated as we realized these cars are pretty, uh, you know, sensitive setups and, uh, you know, creature comfort driver position and that kind of stuff. So, 
Um, so it's been about, I think it's been 10 years. I think this was, this was the 10 years. So, uh, really felt good, you know, to, to finally have things come together and, uh, you know, win a whole bunch of races, get, get some pictures out there and, you know, winter stickers on, on the car. That's what makes the kids go, go around. So that's, what's important. Mike, because uh, it's definitely not about the money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nobody's doing it for the money. Um, no, sir. But we we do it for the moments. We do it for the memories. Um, we do it for the things that we can talk about 15 years from now. And it absolutely. seems, you know, obviously there's a lot of special weekends in, in motorsports, um, whether it be in Ontario or whether it be in Quebec or whether it be in, in Florida, <laughs> there's, there's special events in, in every territory. Um, for here in Ontario, the special event is Peterborough Autumn Colors. And it seems like, you know, there's, there's a tremendous amount of memories. There's a tremendous amount of, uh, uh, things that happen, whether it be on track, off track, whether it be in the campground, whether it be in the pit area, whether it be in the barn, whether it be in the in the the drunk tank in in downtown Peterborough, <laughs> it, there's there's it, there's pl- plenty of memories that take place uh, that weekend for motorsports. Uh, talk about how perfect of a weekend it was for you guys this year. Obviously, um, there was a lot of uh, emotion in Victory Lane. There was a lot of excitement in Victory Lane, but but not often do you get. Uh, that big of an event, that big of a stage, and everything go the way that it went for you guys at Peterborough. Yeah, no, this uh, this past colors was was one for the books. That's for sure. Um, you know, regret it would have been nice. You know, BBR top two. I mean, that's what we're going to aim for um, for next year. Like I said, championships um, more about winning races. But I'm so. So glad the weather uh, held off, and it and it was a beautiful day. Uh, we went, we ran through the show pretty good. With uh, you know, we had one unfortunate rollover, but uh, I, I thought we put on a really good show. I thought that uh, our series put on great racing. The last uh, handful, six, seven, seven races, we were uh, you know you could top five covered by a blanket. That was awesome. But yeah, fall colors this year. Um, I was second last year, so I really wanted it this year. But, uh, you know, to, to, to see Dave and celebrate with him in, in, uh, Winter Circle, memorable. Like just it, yeah, it's up there. It's giving me goosebumps. And, uh, you know, you're, you're right. And I, I, I still, you know, kick myself, not kick myself, but, uh, you know, watching the, uh, the interview at the, at the, uh, end of the race, I was shook up. Like I was full of emotion. Hey, that's not nothing the, wrong with that, brother. Nothing yeah, wrong no, with that at all. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it just, it's a, it's such a, a feeling of, uh, you know, being proud of everybody that's involved and, and thanks to everybody that's involved. And, uh, so it just, yeah, it just got a hold of me. Um, but, uh, it, it, you know, that's kind of testament of, of what's going on in, in Mike Bradley, you know, at the time, right? That, exactly, Mike, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'll tell you what, that got me going. It really yeah. did. I, I, that meant so much. And I can tell you from a guy that was sitting back watching the race, I could see it all develop. And then uh, to see everything in Victory Lane, uh, to see uh, it would be just like Junior and I standing in Victory Lane. Uh, wouldn't that be so cool uh, to have that together? And, uh, you, you know, it did. It all came together for you guys. And it all came together through hard work. 
That is the cool part. And uh, I, I can tell that for sure by the emotion that was there. And uh, that that doesn't happen just by accident. That there, you guys work damn hard for it. And uh, you lit the lamp. And you, Mike Bradley, are the champion. And you deserve absolutely every accolade for it. And, uh, of course, Dave, winning the feature. Uh, good for mm-hmm. him. How many races did you win this year? Versus, I think uh, Dave told us he had four. How many feature wins did you pick up? I I think I had five. Um, I think the the spring velocity came by default, so the the, the winner got chucked. But I'll take them anyway. Uh, you, you know you know what I mean. That uh, that definitely helps. I I think it was five and a handful of heat races. Um, you know, so yeah, for for Dave to take four and me five, I think we were you know thirteen races this. Actually, I think it was twelve. So that's a pretty darn impressive year. Um, and then the other features were were were, were shared amongst a, a couple of different guys. So you know that's the, that's a great thing going on in the series right now. Anybody can uh, anybody can win. It's uh, it's great. Competition's great. You gotta love it. Uh, Two thousand twenty four, champ. What do you do? Do you go to defend? Uh, what's the plan? Or have you guys got that far yet? Yeah, we haven't got a plan together. Um, you know, the cars are going to come apart and we're going to do our thing, uh, you know, m- motors and and all the bits and pieces. Uh, we are definitely going to race uh, next year. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to play it by ear on, on what the uh, the schedule says. Uh, you know, the kids are little and that's very important. So if I, you know, um, if I have to miss a race to go on, uh, vacation chasing unicorns or something that's you know that's pretty important too but we're going to be out um still active with the club um uh, you know we're we're uh so we'll, we'll we'll chase the trophies for sure and hey if it starts out really good then maybe we'll make a run of it good deal good deal uh it's been great catching up with you tonight uh tremendous that you did what you did uh sponsorship on your race car because i know it means a ton it it really does, and we've got some long term guys that have been around. My my buddy Chad and Ambient Air HVAC, uh, he's, he's just a, a solid guy. Um, it doesn't make it out to many races, but continued uh, support. And um, this year we we had uh, you know stickers and scuffs, and uh, you know Gray and Cam are awesome, awesome, awesome dudes, and uh, love running their colors. That's for sure. Uh, you know Deco Deco Canada gave us some uh some support there too um we had steve steve ryan's custom machine shop uh fuel media lab um and uh, tm branding i don't know if there's any any more i may have forgot that's awful i should have rehearsed that one but uh lot you know it makes uh, jt motorsports uh for uh for for a little bit of fuel towards the end of the the year so um yeah every, every little bit helps so um yeah Congratulations on the championship, Mike. Uh, dynamite stuff. You did awesome this year. Uh, the Bradley brothers do it. Uh, they win features, win titles, and I know I look forward through the off season to get you back on here, and we'll sort of lay out the plan as we get a little closer to the snow dropping off and the the the, the flowers starting to pop out. Sound like a plan? Absolutely, Joe. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be great. Yep. You bet. Thanks so much for the time tonight. We look forward to catching up with you. All right, thank you. You bet. That is Mike Bradley. How about it? The 2023 uh, Outlaw Sprint Car Champion. He did it this year. Wins five races, wins the championship. 
Doesn't get much better than that. He's hoping to do a better job next year. Uh, maybe win six next year instead of five. As long as he wins more than his brother, uh, you got to know that there's got to be some competitive love in there too. <laughs> oh, absolutely, there has to be. They uh, they definitely uh, they definitely get after it on the racetrack, and um, yeah, there's no moving over and letting brother go by. Uh uh-uh, uh guaranteed no. not. No, nope. no, no. That's called bump drafting right there. <laughs> We're gonna hit a quick break when we come back. How about the Oscar Hot Rod Champion? We got Tyler Hung going to join us, the driver, the number two. Uh, Stay with us. We will be back. Oh, did you uh, follow us on Facebook yet for your chance to win a Carson host of our autographed hero card? You're going to want to do it. Get to Race Time Radio's Facebook page. Follow us, like us, uh, do whatever, and message me, okay? And we'll get you into the draw for some of these cards. We will be back. Stay with us. Oh, I know. It goes asphalt racing on dirt or plant potatoes. <laughs> but I ain't saying that. <laughs> you already did. <laughs> You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Nothing connects like country music. Dig in to Sirius XM's Country Universe, the next generation on the highway, Channel 56. This millennium's hits on Y2 Country, Channel 61. Or 80s and 90s Prime Country on Channel 58. Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joe Logano will set his sights on a championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shoved him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, one and all, alive tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Of course, Rev TV Canada every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern uh, and on the PerformanceMotorsportNetwork.com. I'm Joe Chisholm along with Junior right here in the Race Time Radio studio as we are every Sunday night from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. And uh, we welcome our next guest in on Zoom. This guy goes to victory lane at Peterborough Speedway, caps the season off, uh, not only winning the race, but how about winning the championship. He drives the beautiful number two in the Oscar Hot Rod Series. His name 
is Tyler Hunt. He joins us. What's going on, Tyler? You're looking pretty dapper tonight. How are you? Oh, we're not too bad. Uh, just kind of recovering from our banquet last night. So, Oh, was that last night? Yeah, we had our banquet last night, so it's been a little slow day today. Well, there's a, there, there is a new drink out there, and it's called Recap. Recap oh, yeah. Recovery Drink, and it's for the day after, right? And oh, it would probably do you good, but you look fresh yeah. as a daisy well, anyway. I wish, I wish we all knew that. <laughs> that, uh, that was out, so we few of us could have probably used it right now. <laughs> yeah, probably could have. How was the banquet last night? Celebrating and winning the titles got to feel pretty special. Oh yeah, it was it was really good. Uh, a lot of people there. Uh, our first one uh, growing up with APC there, and it was a really good show. Lots of prizes, and we all had a really good time. Yeah, and nice nice uh, partnership, right? That uh, Dave Gainforth has got put together with APC. Uh, rolling into that fold now. Could you see a noticeable difference this year, Tyler? Because I know you've been part of the series for quite a few years now. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was a really good uh, deal this year. Um, you know, we did see a lot of cars. Like, I, I don't know exactly what we averaged per event, but like, I don't. I don't think we ever had a field of under eighteen, nineteen cars at every track we went to. So. You know, like it's it was really good this year. You know, we had a good points fund, um, lots of tech. You know, the the tech really stepped up their game, which is really good. So, yeah, the officials and all that, like everything, everything was really good. You know, like everything was run good, run smooth, proper decisions were made, and all that kind of stuff. And that's important, right? As a competitor, uh, you know, when things were new, uh, it was more of a I don't know, a club-type organization. Everybody gets paid the same amount of money, and uh, we're going to go out there. Because it was such a diverse field, it would have been pretty hard to sort of narrow things down and, you know, fit guys into a box. And as the competition picks up, that's where you got to start, you know, really making sure that, uh, you know, guys are playing, uh, bringing a gun to a gunfight instead of bringing a paper knife to a gunfight. Uh, you need those rules, and sometimes they're there and it helps, and sometimes they're there and it hurts. But uh, it, it's uh, left and right, dark and light. It doesn't matter. Uh, you got to have both ends, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, you have to. The, the rule they always say, rule package is there as a suggestion. Um, so there's always going to be things in the rule book that try people try to go around or things that aren't stated and all that stuff. But um, APC went through the rule book. And worded a lot of things a little better than what they used to be, so it it made a lot of gray areas a lot better. Um, but yeah, like I was just I was really happy with seeing the tech. Like we got, you know, like we're fast every week, and we got tore apart more this year than than I have in fifteen years. And I'm I like to see it, you know, I really do. Well, yeah, you get tore apart and you pass. It it, it shuts the naysayers up, right? Uh, it, it's we, got we, to. You would think it would, it would, but it doesn't. You know, it's it is what it is. If people aren't talking about you or pissed at you, then you're not doing it right. So. <laughs> That's one hundred percent right. I agree. Nobody, nobody running up front has a lot of friends. No. That's no. nobody no. running up front's got a lot of friends, and and it just never will. And now you might have a lot of friends, but they're 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 not who you're right, racing against, right? It's it's just the yeah. the people who are uh, – you bring a lot of friends with you to the racetrack. And, uh, but, Tyler, uh, your program, uh, your brother, uh, the stuff that you guys have put together, you guys have came a tremendous distance from when I remember you guys showing up to the racetrack with a super late model um, 
uh, and and your program has came so far. Um, it has been something cool to watch. Obviously, your family has been involved in motorsports forever, right? And, uh, you know, back to your dad being involved in motorsports forever. Um, but your program has has went through such a dramatic change uh, in, in really a short amount of time. Um, but talk a little bit about where you're at right now and where you kind of picture yourself in five more years from now. Well, the, one of the big things is like, you know, and this is kind of kind of a tough subject to talk about with like losing dad. Um, we always ran conservatively when dad was around because that's what dad loved racing so much. And it came to the point where kind of because we're low budget. So if we rack, we're done. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just took it easy and like just ran. And then kind of when he passed, um, I kind of was like, you know what? It's I'm doing it for him, so let's just see how far we can take this and how hard um, we can race, you know. And I wish he was still around to see what me and my brother have accomplished and and how how good our program has gotten. Um, I I don't know what the future really holds for us. To be honest, we kind of take it like like week by week, you know. And obviously, we're whatever we're going to be running. Uh, wherever um, we're going to be running for championships and wins. Um, nothing's ever going to change that. You know, that's what dad would want. And that's, that's just what we got to do, you know? Yeah. Well, make no mistake. Your dad has been watching absolutely every move that you and Daniel have been making. And uh, I, I can tell you, uh, he would, he, he would be so proud of you guys in a way that you carry yourself, the way that you race everyone else. And uh, and what you guys have accomplished, uh, truly a chip off the old block. I can guarantee you that knowing your dad and, uh, you know, the years that I was able to uh, watch him race and be part of it. And uh, I can tell you that by uh, just just watching you. And it's kind of well, cool we, to see. We we really appreciate that. You know, like it's that's that's why we're doing it, man, is just to keep keep him alive. And, you know, it's it, it's for us, too. You know, like. Sure. It, it feels like, and I don't know if my my brother would, he might not say the same thing, but but he feels it. And it's when we're doing this, we still feel really close to dad, and we feel that that I don't know if people are believers or whatever, but we feel him at the racetrack every time we unload that car. Hey, bud, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. You got to move over a little bit because he'd be inside that two car with you each and every time. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh. I don't know how Daniel does it, but he'd be inside that midget with him, too. So uh, oh, yeah. just amazing. Did the two-car this year, Tyler, speed up at all? Did you get more speed out of the two this year? Or was it relatively the same speed as what you had? Well, there was a couple of racetracks we went to um, where we did gain quite a bit. Uh, Delaware was one. Flamborough was another. Uh, Peterborough, we got some good. Actually, I would say our average would be a lot better. Um, we did try some different setup things on the car and, and, um, just everything we did with that car, the car just got better and better and better. Well, I don't so, know where you got the paint color from, but that car is absolutely gorgeous on the racetrack. It's got to be one just, of my favorites. Just black and red always, uh, always turns out really good. You know, like it's, it's, it's the, it's honestly nothing fancy for paint. Like it's just single stage black paint. That's it. You know? 
Oh, but I'll tell you, that car jumps. It really does. And it always has since the day I seen it. I can remember saying to Junior, who's in that two car? Look at that thing. He goes, you know who that is. We had uh, a couple years ago, we had uh, Josh Watson um, do a lot of the body work on it. It's, uh, we had the uh, wheels stick out of the fenders, and but we ended up making like a wide body kit on it. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, it's been the same body for a couple of years now. Um, there's talks about us changing it up for this coming year if we can find what we're looking for. But uh, if not, then uh, we're just going to replace some panels and see what happens. That is one thing that I've noticed with the Hot Rod series is the original vision, I think, was uh, you know more of a, a club mentality, not necessarily a racing mentality. You know, I think that originally when the, the Hot Rods were introduced, I think – there was a bunch of cars that came out that were show cars, you know, and there were a handful of guys that wanted to race and get up on the wheel. What I've noticed since then is, sure, they are beautiful-looking pieces, mm -hmm. and and people still do a lot of work on them, but they look like they have been raced, and it also the guys that are behind the wheel are not afraid to put a wheel to each other. No. They're not afraid to put a bumper to each other. No. Uh, it, and and it has created some of the best racing out there. Well, it's you the know, competition I, level. I, I think when when I think back to some of the races that I've seen this year with the Hot Rods, um, you know, Sauble stands out. Um, Flambro stands out to me. Um, there was a few races in there where where you guys were elbows up, digging, moving each other out of the way. You know, door to door, banging doors. Now, I don't want to see cars get tore up. I don't want to see you know bodies go flying off these things. No, uh, like the big wreck at Delaware a few years. Two back. years, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah. see that, but I do want to see a class that's willing to race. You're going to see that though, Junior. You're going to see that when the competition level is at where these guys are running. But that's what I'm saying. That's uh, I, I'm saying they are that, genuinely accidents when that happens. I'm saying that the Delta has changed. Oh yeah, from. Oh. A show car class to a class where, like, the car that you're talking about, T Tyler, the the red and the the uh, gold car when you guys came out with that, uh, yep. you didn't really want to put a wheel to somebody because there was a lot of work <laughs> that went into that body. There, there was, and it did suck the first time it happened. But like the way I look at it is, you spend the money to race. Yep. So you have to. It's like going to war. You have to go to win. And, exactly. you know, if, if they want to have um, – if guys want to run in a class where you're not going to get a tire mark on your car or get a bit of a bang or, like, dent or whatever done, then go join a car club. Yeah. You know, like – I and, and that's that's kind of being, like, really blunt about it. But you have to – it's a race car. We're racing for trophies. I don't even care about the money. It's, you're right. it's the trophy and the championship. So, like – you just you just have to race. It's a race car. You have to race. That's what they're built for, and you have to be prepared to to strain body panels and stuff out. Like you know, it like ninety nine percent of the guys out there, you can run door to door with, and all's what you'll get is a tire mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. You do get those couple guys out there that it's just ridiculous to be around. But you know what? Every class, every racing class in the world, it's always going to be like that. And you just have to come to terms with it. Yeah, you do. And uh, it does speak to the competition level when guys don't want to lift. When guys will put that car in harm's way, 
it happens, and I know, uh, you know, it, it's just amazing. You guys did a dynamite job this year with Tyler Hunt. He is the uh, hot rod champion for Oscar this year. Uh, you'd be a perfect guy to ask this question, Tyler. Uh, Barry Speedway, or Barry Speedway, Sunset Speedway. Look at the old guy, right? <laughs> Sunset Speedway uh, fires up hot rods in 2023. Started division, right? At the beginning of the year, controversy. Oh, what did they do when they're starting it up? It's going to screw up the hot rods. Lo and behold, uh, by the end of the year, all that sort of talk went away. And I would say that there was more cars now than what there was at the beginning of the year. Would you agree? Was it a good idea? And uh, will it be a great idea in time? I kind of think it will be when you got more tracks running them. Look at you in your late model today. Sunset yep. fired up junior late models. Varney started junior late models. Sobble had. Now look at them. Now there's a pile of them. What do you think about it? I like. I was one of those people that were very skeptical at the start, you know. Um, and my, I want to race, so I'm going to race as much as humanly possible. So, so when they said that, okay, they're going to have this other class, so I'm going to run both as much as I can. The only crappy part was there was a couple overlapping races, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, it was a Sauble races, and I love Sauble. Right. So you know, like like we could have went for two championships this year. Realistically, you know that would have been absolutely amazing. But I don't know. It's, it's hard for a lot of teams to be able to financially afford to be able to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have if you're just running locally, um, you can kind of get away with not a heavy duty truck and not a heavy duty trailer and a big enclosed trailer, all that kind of stuff, right? Right. But when you're traveling, you kind of need to take the extra parts with you, and you you need to have like all your like. Like shit in order, really, to yep. to make it down from like say Barry to Delaware, you know, and it just it it kind of lets the guys that that can't really afford to do that to be able to race in that style of car. And when there is a non uh, non competing event, uh, then look at the car count that can be achieved. It can be really really special. Uh, yep. uh, hopefully, in two thousand and twenty four, the schedules can balance out. Where there isn't conflicts, I know uh, that that would be the ideal world, and hopefully the ideal world can happen in the hot rods. Because I'll tell you what, fans absolutely love them here in the province of Ontario. Look at Heart of a Champion out on Canada's east coast; they're flying, they're doing really good. By the way, Bud Speedway was to uh, race this weekend. I thought everything was done in Canada, not so quick, Joe. Bud Speedway out east. Uh, was going to have a, an event. It got rained out. It's going to come up next weekend now. So there is still another one in case you want to take that hot rod and jet yourself out to the east coast of Canada. Uh, you you probably have a lot of fun out there. <laughs> I would I would love to go there. That's that's definitely on a list of places I want to go. Dad ran out there a whole bunch um, with Jim Hallahan and all them. So that's something I definitely would love to do. Um, I just, I'm not making it next weekend. There's no way. There's stuff I got to do to catch up on after racing 19 races this summer. Yeah. Well, it's called one day, right? One day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sooner than later, that's for sure. Like, I definitely want to do something out there. I don't know. Maybe one day rent a prolate for the IWK race or something. I don't know. You never know what, what, what's in the cards, you know? And I don't know. I just, I want to race. We want to have fun. Um, My brother's getting into the Superstock stuff. So, Mm -hmm. 
you know, I might, I might even back her up a little bit and concentrate on his stuff for a while. You know, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Well, we, that's what they've got the off season for. And Tyler, congratulations on the championship. Glad you were able to celebrate it last night. Uh, and, and glad you were able to give us some time tonight on race time. We genuinely appreciate it. Uh, congratulations on everything and hit those sponsors before we let you off here. Well, thank you very much. You know, I've got to thank you guys for everything you do for racing in uh, in Canada and all over the place. You know, you guys do a lot. Uh, my sponsors, i got to thank uh, Tire Depot and Barry. Um, without them, you know, we'd be in big trouble this year. We had motor issues, and they helped us out a lot. Uh, i got to thank um, Fox's Bakery. You know, he's been with me for since the start, since my very first ever force owner. He's been sponsoring me. Uh, we got to thank my brother, HMCW. we got to thank... Um, Image wraps. Uh, the car looks great because of them. Uh, we got to thank uh, uh, Dan Little Photography. You know, uh, he passed away there last year, and we miss him a lot. So we're gonna be carrying him on for as long as we possibly can. You know, and I got to thank FCR um, Adam Spots for me. He does a great job, and and Brian McDonald. You know, he does a lot of work for us too. Um, his, his phone's always on for us, so we're we're super fast because of a lot of advice we get from him and. And just my uh, my crew guys, you know, like if it wasn't for my crew, we'd be in uh, some serious trouble, you know. And and uh, even like Seaton Structures, you know, they came on. We had some truck issues this year. He came on and uh, let me his uh, beautiful brand new F450 uh, for racing and or to get down to Delaware and stuff like that. And then even Family Funland, they helped us out this year. And uh, yeah, man, we just had a really good year and we're excited to see what happens uh, in the near future here. Well, I can't wait to get you back on the show. You and Brother Dan will find out what's happening. We'll check in with you somewhere around that February mark or something. Sound good? Yeah, sounds absolutely good to me. Maybe get us both on at the same time, and we'll bicker back and forth like we do every time we're together. Oh, man, that would be a lot of fun. Tyler Hunt, thanks so much for this tonight, buddy. Thanks, guys. There you go, the champion for Oscar Hot Rod. They don't make them much better. They, I tell you what, they don't make them much faster. Uh, he can get the job done, and uh, he had a dynamite year, as his brother did over in Can-Am Midget Land. Uh, he ends up with a championship. How about that? Two brothers, two championships. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in 2024 with those guys. I can guarantee you that. We're going to hit a quick break, and then down south we go. we got Cole Butcher coming up on Race Time Radio All Live. Stay with us. We will be back. Corey Musker, driver of the number 39 Broadway service Can-Am Midget. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Iconic Games. 43 points for Stephen Curry. The Golden State Warriors have recaptured home court. One of the best players in the league requesting a trade. The Suns and the Heat are among the two teams Durant has on his wish list. And saying goodbye to one of the greatest players that ever lived. The passing of NBA legend Bill Russell today at the age of 88. If you missed our top 10 NBA stories of 2022 with Frank Isola and Mitch Lawrence, hear it anytime with the SXM app. Just search NBA Radio. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music. Influences. Collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. Breakdown's all right. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's all right. 
and in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick with Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by... Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indy Gaddish, Nova Scotia. I want my if you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Canada Talks. And now, back with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight, all live, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks, right across Canada and the U.S. And hello to absolutely Everyone tuned in on Rev TV Canada, all the way from Newfoundland to Victoria, B.C., all on this great channel in motorsports. i uh, got to thank you all for tuning in. Get your chance to win this Carson Hosevar autographed hero card. It's all autographed. Uh, rating gold. Uh, you want a chance to win it? Follow us on Facebook, okay? Do that, and uh, we'll put you into a contest, and we'll pull a bunch of names out on Wednesday and uh, maybe it'll be you going away with a little piece of history. Speaking of history, our next guest is making history as we speak. He was once out on the East Coast of Canada. He's a champion out there, multiple winner. We all know him as the 53 of Cole Butcher. Not so much no more. He's the 28 of Cole Butcher, and he's on the Zoom line. What's going on there tonight, Cole? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing fantastic, my friend. Uh, hey, you're lighting the lamp down there, kiddo. How's it feel to be Cole Butcher these days? Uh, definitely has its ups and downs. I know we finished second uh, the past three races between the ASA and the Cars Tour. So uh, we're definitely on a roll. Probably should have won them, but, uh, you know, mistakes happen on my part. And, yeah, we'll just move on. We'll get ready for the All-America 400 and hopefully uh, try and win that ASA Car, uh, Stars National Tour Championship. Tell you what, bud, I was tuned into the 400, uh, pulling for you all the way, as all of us Canadians were. You can guarantee that. Uh, watching you, picking up the $1,000, lead lap 100, lead lap 200, lead lap 300. It, like, it was coming, other than, I guess, 300 is the one that you didn't lead. Um, you got up and you touched the wall the first time. Was it a case, Cole, of just getting a little too high into the marbles, 
Or were you trying to get a run off the corner to keep the 51 back there? I know they speculated on the broadcast and said, uh, Cole may be driving out of the mirror instead of out of the windshield on that lap. What was the case? Well, the first time I think the, the we were lapping the, the five car, and he just kind of got into me and pushed me out into the marbles. And the second time, me and Steven Nasty were racing for the stage when I just got in the corner a little bit hard and got my ride sides up in the marbles. And once you get there, you're, you're just along for the ride. So definitely a mistake on my part. Um, you know, apologize to my crew. The rear end moved over to the to the left side about three eighths of an inch, so we were pretty tight at the end of the race. So we're we're definitely lucky to come home second and with uh, only eight points behind Ty. Well, I know when you got into the fence the first time, uh, it, Junior texted me right away. He's over at his place and he goes, "Oh, Cole hit it." Uh, I said, "Yeah." He said, "Oh, that's really going to affect the car." I said, "Well, but I don't think so. It's not looking like it." And sure enough, Cole, that car was as good. You didn't get into it a lot, probably didn't even take any vinyl off it the first time. Uh, but that second time, I guess, uh, it, it looked like a bigger impact. And uh, sure enough, it was. Well, yeah, for sure. The second time, we were going pretty hard. I just, you know, wanted to win the stage, get the extra money and uh, the points. But, uh, you know, I didn't need to do that. Everybody on the radio was telling me to, to let them go. And I just kind of got stubborn and didn't do that so uh definitely my my fault uh but we'll move on yeah we'll focus on nashville and now i i've got a question for you cole i texted well i actually called dad yeah so this is pre-race okay and and i i don't know if you're gonna give me a straight answer or not here but but i i think you're gonna but so you're interviewed by steve post right and i've seen you wear a couple of different fire suits over the years Right, I've seen you know good-looking uh, Atlantic Tilt and Load fire suits, you know here and there, uh, you know all different you know flavors, uh, you know designs, all those different things. But you get interviewed by Steve Post, and I I see you know a Sunoco logo on one side, and then when you turn the other way, I see a NASCAR logo on the other <laughs> side, and I see a Goodyear logo on the lapel. And I, I looked. I, I called Dad right away, and I said, "You know what? I think this is breaking news. I think I think Cole Butcher's he's he's, getting, he's holding out on he's us. He's holding us <laughs> out on us. I think he's going to be running a, a NASCAR race here coming up. And so so you know, let's set the record straight here. Did you give Did you give a little hint, a little Easter egg by wearing that fire suit for the four hundred? Uh, I mean, yes and no. I mean, we're looking. We're definitely talking right now about next year. So I kind of just did it for precaution. I know you have to have those logos on. So we're definitely talking to some teams, some truck teams for next year. Nothing set in stone right now, but uh, we're working on it. Um, should have an answer probably, hopefully, within the next month or so. But definitely, everything's up in the air right now. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about bursting the bubble. I, I, I mean, I just, I, I just when I seen that fire suit, you, know, I was you, like, you weren't the only one. I seen your Facebook message, and then there was another, somebody else texting me. I'm like, I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> Attention to detail, uh, Cole. Uh, uh, needless to say, you would fit like a glove in any of those series down there. You are more than ready uh, to go in and tackle a truck race or. Uh, even upward and onward, uh, I think you've got it, man. I've been watching you a lot of years, and uh, you talk about talent, man. you got a ton of talent uh, in those two hands of yours and those feet. You know what to do with them, and uh, you you know how to get it done. So whatever happens, whatever transpires, 
You've earned it. I can guarantee you that. Uh, and I know we all look forward to hearing the news. But, uh, hey, you got a big, big task ahead of you. And a championship is sitting right there. And it's all going to come down to Nashville, correct? It all comes down to one more race. Yeah, that's correct. We have one more ASA Stars Tour race left. And that is definitely at the Nashville Fairgrounds. So we're chasing Ty. He hasn't been there in a couple of years. But last time he was there, he was pretty good. And I think he broke a oil pump belt. So, uh, you know, Wilson Motorsports, myself, have been really good the last two years. So uh, hopefully I just need to, you know, keep my head on, uh, lead laps, win the race. Honestly, at the end of the day, that's what you got to do. Uh, I can't really worry about Ty. Ty's going to be there at the end regardless unless he breaks, which would be unfortunate because I definitely want to race it out with him. So, uh, you know, we'll just go in with the mentality that we got to win. We got to be there at the end. And, uh, you know, whatever happens really happens. We definitely will know that we gave it our, our best shot, and that's all we can really ask for. You got the guys from the Kawiki development uh, program have got to just be going, wow, look at Cole Butcher today. Uh, you have come so far, my friend. And I think back to those days, it all preps you for what you're doing today, right? Oh, for sure. You know, back when me and Dylan started, I don't know, 2016, I think. I would never think I'm, I'm where I am at today, racing who I'm racing with and, and being competitive. So it's definitely a big accomplishment for myself, my family. And, uh, yeah, we just look forward to keep on building on it. So Nashville is one of those tracks. I believe you've got a pole at Nashville, haven't you? Yeah, we were, we were uh, on the pole there, I don't know, three or four years ago. I think it was before COVID. Last year we led a bunch of laps. Uh, drove from the front to the back a bunch of times. Um you know, definitely had an opportunity to win it. Then this misfortune came, but we've been really, really, really good there these past number of years. So, uh, you know, we'll be good. I know my car is ready to go. Um, but yeah, watch some video, go to the gym, eat right, and just be on your A game when it comes race day. Track wise, compare or can you compare Nashville to Winchester? Uh, Winchester full of character. There looked like there was quite a lot of bumps in it. A lot of character-filled speedway. What's Nashville like? Nashville is kind of like its own thing. It's kind of, probably has the speed of Winchester, um, but a little bit less banking, um, a little bit more forgiving in a way. Uh, you can kind of run the top of your roof. You can run the bottom roof, where Winchester is pretty well top roof only. Um, but it's fairly similar. It's just, I don't know, it's just so hard to compare, honestly. Yeah, well, all the tracks down there, diversification, I guess, is the key word there. Uh, you get on multiple different speedways, kind of hard uh, to, to say, oh, this one, it would be like that. Uh, cool part is you're getting multiple opportunities to go back. And when you do get back to a speedway that you've been on, it's got to be kind of refreshing knowing that you've got some laps here and you know what to expect. Oh, for sure. I know Donnie, we were there earlier in the year with Gio and Jesse Love, so we have a little bit of a notebook for this year. Uh, we struggled a little bit, so hopefully that doesn't happen this time. But uh, I know last year we were good, and the last, in the previous 400s we were really good, so there should be really no excuse. Uh, we should definitely be at the, be there at the end. Just got to be smart. Yeah, I know you're going to be sponsorship on the 28th for that weekend. Uh, have you got anybody uh, predominantly on there? Atlantic Tilt Load, who else you got coming up? You know, just our normal sponsors, Lennox Tolo, Top Construction, PFC Brakes, Swift Springs, Hampton Race Cars, um, 90 Creative, 
Um, you know, bass or rims, we can't do any, can't do it without them. They're definitely our bread and butter. So uh, we look forward to getting them in victory lane. Uh, my parents will be there, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to get our picture taken. Oh, I can see Ann and Darren going to be uh, coming off the chip that weekend. Uh, they got to be some proud of you and Jarrett on uh, the success. Uh, I know Jarrett, I seen a tweet earlier today. Uh, second place for him in the Pro Stock Tour series. Uh, I guess they collected the hardware last night. What a year for him, right? Three wins from a guy that was second and always answering the question, when are you going to get the win? All those are gone now. He's got three wins. Yeah, he worked his butt off this year. Um, uh, when I, Really when I noticed it was when I went to the 250 this year. Uh, I flew in to, me, to Portland, car was there, ready to go, and you know, when I got in my race car, I'm usually the one doing the adjustments, doing the springs and everything, and he was doing it. So I couldn't tell him how proud I was enough. Um, definitely showed a lot of change in him mentally. Um, and uh, Yeah, it was just great. It was really good to see. I was happy to see it, that he worked his butt off all year. I know he really wanted that championship, but, uh, you know, congratulations to Craig and his team. Um, but, yeah, de- definitely getting the most wins on the Maritime Pro Star Tour. Is from going from zero to three is is a pretty big deal in one year. So uh, definitely proud of him, and hopefully, uh, you know, he'll be standing on the podium with that big trophy next year. I know a butcher that did that same kind of thing. Uh, his name was Cole, but <laughs> he did a pretty damn good job out there on the east coast of Canada. Some of those races with you and Dylan Blankhorn, I'll tell you what, are still highlight reels going around inside my head, side by side for sixty, seventy laps not touching until the very last lap. And then it was, uh, who's going to go across the line, right? It was uh, just some memorable racing, and I know uh, that that that's what we're in for. i got to ask you, Snowball Derby coming up. Uh, Obviously, you'd be taking partaking in that, baby. How about Jared? Is he going to come down and uh, take a shot at that uh, snowflake? Yeah, actually, his car just arrived here last week, so I got it ready. New brakes, new hubs, new body on it. So I got to get the motors all, motors all figured out here in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, then we'll be ready to. Go. He'll be ready to go. Yeah, so he'll be he'll be on the snowflake this year with the crate motors. But uh, definitely, we'll be we'll be ready for him to to go chase the snowflake. Well, you get after that Nashville race. I know we're all going to be pulling for you, bud. It's uh, it's going to be something else to watch. Uh, we appreciate the time. You're not in a boat tonight. How about that? Must be cooling down there in Charlotte. Yeah, it's getting a little chilly. Uh, it's beautiful weather out though. I can't. It, it feels kind of like back in Nova Scotia. So, uh, no, I love it. We went for a little hike today with the puppies. So, uh, yeah, no complaints here for me. <laughs> it feels like it feels like back in back at home in Nova Scotia in in late August, right? That now. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. But once the sun hits you, it gets pretty hot around here. But no, Absolutely. we definitely have it's definitely cooling off around here. And I bet you Nashville and the Derby's going to be a little bit cool. So, uh, yeah, it should play in my favor, hopefully. going to fit you like a glove. Go get him, Cole Butcher. Thanks so much for the time tonight, buddy. Thank you guys for having me. Have a good night. You bet. Cole Butcher, uh, watch for him. Uh, he's going to go after a championship, Junior. And. I like his chances. He it's, is it's not one just of those... a championship. It, like the, the craziest part about this whole deal is, is that that championship is legit. One of the largest late model championships of all time. Really, when mm. you look at at what this deal was created for, and and how it was created, mm-hmm. the thought process that was put into it, the races that it encompassed, um, it, you know, it, it basically took the big A list. Super late model races 
and put them under one banner, mm-hmm. right? Other than the Snowball Derby, right? Right. right. Um, the Snowball Derby is still on its a own. collection, right? Um, but but you know the the big trio at the end of the year um, has always been the the Winchester Four Hundred, the All American Four Hundred, and then that, right? But you incorporate uh, races like the Glass City uh, Two Hundred at Toledo. Mm-hmm. You, you incorporate the Red Bud um, Three Hundred at Anderson. Um, you know, you scroll down through the list of, of races that, that this deal, you know, incorporated into the championship and as well, you take a look at the money, the earnings side of things, uh, with this ASA, uh, stars tour, uh, and, and it was created with the sole intention of being kind of the game changer in super late model racing. And for us to have a dog in the fight in this deal, can you imagine? It is huge, and yeah. and people need to take note of it. Yeah, um, Canada needs to follow Cole Butcher. Canada needs to uh, like pass down all the accolades and uh, yeah, well wishes, whatever. Let's blow his phone up. Let's blow. Uh, it, it just blows my mind that we've got that guy down there, and uh, Cole Butcher fits. He fits. Uh, he is going to be uh, one tough customer in that race, as he is every race that that guy gets into. That's who A. Cole Butcher has always been, Junior. He's always been the competitive guy. Uh, he's going to go out there, and he's going to go to win, or you won't see Cole Butcher out there. He's going to go to win. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, when you when you think back to, you know, just a, I'm going to say six, eight years ago, um, you know, there was no talk of Canadians going down and and running for more than two or three races. You no, know, no, no. There was there was guys that would make the trip down to Speed Week, and then they'd come home. There's guys that would make the trip down to the Snowball Derby, and then they'd come home. Or they'd go um, down and go do a couple of ARCA races, come back. Yeah, exactly. Right. And and there's this is this is a big opportunity. And when we poke fun at at the you know having the NASCAR logos and stuff on his fire suit. If he gets into that stuff, being the All Star Champion, like being the being the ASA All Star Champion, right? Um, already, he's got a name that is synonymous with winning. Oh yeah, he's got and, a focus. And there's a pile of people that take notice to that. Now, is somebody going to walk up to him and be like, "Here's a full time truck ride because you won that championship"? No, but maybe when you have that championship. Um, it opens up the doors, and he does all the legwork himself on the back end. And um, my God, it it could be a really big deal, and and really Canada's best shot at uh, at at having that person who's standing there holding the checkered flag in one of NASCAR's top three. Yeah. And uh, uh, you know, hats off to him. And and uh, uh, really, it, this is a big moment for for Canadian racing. Uh so I would definitely tune in to Racing America and and tune into that uh, all all American 400. If you're a Canadian race fan, that's yeah. uh you need to be tuned in for that. Oh, one. it's got to be a must. Uh you know, Canada's always had a load of talent up here. Uh it is just kind of cool to see the opportunities uh that guys have been working on and uh and creating for themselves to be able to take that talent and showcase it. Uh, and go up against the best in America. Uh, and that's what it's all about. It's so cool. We used to be so thrilling to go see Junior Hanley go up against the best of the best at Speed Week down at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, go up against Dickie Anderson and uh, 
uh, Freddie, and oh, so many, so many top competitors. And Junior was there, and he was not only competitive, but he was winning races. Uh, and then he'd go on and do other races, and he'd uh, he'd do really well. Well, it kind of feels like those kind of days are here again with uh, guys like Cole Butcher and. Uh, we got Chase Pensano going to head down there uh, with the big announcement tonight, going to run for Carson Hosevar. And uh, just that there's so many. We got a lot of Canadian talent. Um, and it's uh, it's all coming to the surface. Kind of cool to see uh, for all of us. But uh, that's going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Got to thank Susie Q right here in the studio. Got to thank absolutely everyone at Sirius XM. Uh, along with Rev TV Canada, Steel, and the guys at Performance Motorsport Network, and you, the race fan, for tuning in each and every week to Race Time Radio every Sunday night, live at 5, from 5 to 7 p.m. Follow us on Facebook. I'll get you in there, and uh, on Wednesday, we'll do a draw, and we'll give away some Carson Hosevar hero cards that are autographed, uh, and we'll uh, maybe you get a chance to win them. Uh, going to be kind of cool. But that's going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Be sure to tune in next week. Tell your friends. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you haven't done that yet. We surely appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you next week all live right here on Race Time Radio. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.